Sechta Rosh Hashanah, if you give them a dollar, page 13, side A. So the Gemara is continuing here with the question that the Gemara brings down. Abzeda says to Rabbi Maybe what the Pasuk means to talk about is a situation that the grain has not at all ripened on the seventh year. Not that it brought a third, but it didn't ripen at all on the seventh year. And still the Torah tells us that at this festival of Sukkot of the eighth year, it's still called Moyet Shemitah, even though it's the eighth year, it's still the Shemitah year. To teach us that the Shabbat Vitezel, that you should continue and apply the laws of Shminis at Chagasukas until the Sukkot festival, so that you're not a lot of worship, you're not a lot of work at the ground, uh, plowing or cutting, because that would be the laws of Tesefes Shviz adding to the Shviz. The Mora answers, Loi Sal that should not enter your mind. That the Torah is dealing in a case about grain that has not ripened at all in the Shviz, just to make it an Isser of Shviz in the Shminis Dixiv. Because the Torah writes with regards to the festival of Sukkot, the Shmois Perik of Gimel Posik design, the Chaga Osiv Betseis Hashono, the Yomt of the festival of gathering when the year goes out, and the Posik says, Be'ospecha as Ma'asecha min Hasodim. When you gather your actions from the field, when you gather into the field. So the question is, my osif, what does it mean when it says Chag Osif, the festival of gathering? That it's the festival that comes during the period that you're gathering, when you gather the fruits from the field, that you leave them in the summer to dry, and now is the time you bring them in. But that's not possible to say so, because Oksiv, but Aspecha, in the end of the Pasuk already says when you gather so the Torah doesn't have to repeat it. Hello, my Osif, what does it mean? Kotsir. That means the grain that you cut now. The Pasuk is coming to teach us how to calculate Maestris and what the Pasuk means is which means when you cut the grain on Sukkot so that gathering that you cut right now is treated, is like the year that just left, which is the Shemitah year, and not like this year. And the Rabbonon have it by tradition, the that if it was cut during Sukkot, we know that that grain has brought a third, that it's grown a third for Rosh the Pasuk uh, calls it this grain that has brought one-third before Hashanah as the year that left out, which means it's the grain that belongs to the previous year. And therefore that the laws of Shvi is applied to it, the Kiddush of Shviz. So from here we can also learn the meaning of the previous Pasuk on Yud Beis, Beis brought down that when it says, it does mean that you need to keep Shemitah until Sukkot. But we're talking about the Tavua that has grown a third before Rosh Hashanah, that you apply the Kedusha Shviz even though it was cut in Sukkot in the eighth year. So this we can learn that the time that uh, determines the Shnasa Meiser, the time of Meiser is bringing, once it's Grown a third of its expected growth. So, 
bein shlish lepachos mishlish is then uh, known to the chachamim. They knew how to distinguish between grain that brought a third and less than a third, and to say that if it hadn't grown a third before Rosh Hashanah, it's not fit to be cut in the Sukkot. Amar says, Lova minalach, did I then not tell you yet? Don't take yourself outside of the measurement of the Allah, as the Chachamim said, and worry that maybe they're not accurate. But call me this Chachamim, Cain, who all the measure of the Chachamim is exactly is accurate, specific, and is uh, precise. When the Chachamim said, for example, Barboim saw, 40 saw of water, who toivel, that a one who is Tomei can immerse himself, but Barboim saw Chaser Koyrtov, if you have 40 saw, even it's missing a small measure, you cannot immerse yourself. When the Chachamim said that if a person eats a Tomei, uh, the amount of Kabeya, like the size of the egg of a Tarnagelis, so he would then the person would later on touching other food he would be metamed them but if he ate he ate the mind of mayor but it's missing one drop it would not be and when the Chachamim said that a garment which is shloisha al shloisha three tfachim by three tfachim metame midras would be tame if you step over it the tame but if it has shloisha al shloisha chaser nima three by three missing one here asir achas missing one here and metame midras would not be tame if the stepping over it. Hadaram Rab Yirmiya. So then Rab Yirmiya said, "Lav nilsi that my question that I asked isn't correct at all. And certainly the Chachamim knew whether the grain brought already has ripened the third. And they knew this, that the grain that has been cut in Sukkot has already uh, been grown a third by Rosh Hashanah. And Yirmiya explains, the boy, because the group, the friends, the people, the yeshiva, Ashraf Kahana, the Oymer that the Jews brought when they went into the land, from where did they bring it? If you're going to say that it was brought in by a non-Jew, that they brought from the grain that has grown, then that it's brought a third. And then the going to were in Eretz Yisrael. So we can't use goyish because the Torah says kitzir chem, that the carbon oimer has to be your cut. And not the kitzir of a guy. So as soon as the grain is fit to be cut, it's called kitzir. So before the Gemara brings up Kana's answer, the Gemara explains the question. The Akrivo, who says that when they came to Israel, they brought the Korban Oimer. He's asking, how did they bring it? Dimoloy Akrivo, maybe they bring an Oimer at all, because maybe they weren't obligated to bring it until after conquering the land and dividing it, or maybe they didn't have where to bring it. The Gemara says, Lois al Shouldn't enter your mind to say that they didn't bring an Oimer when they went into the land of Israel, the 
Because the Pasik says when they went into Eretz Yisroel, Yeshua Perikei Pasuket Aleph, Vayoichlu Ma'avur Ha'aretz, and they ate from the grain of the land, Mimocharas HaPesach, from the day that followed Pesach, the Pasik says, Matzis, Vekoli Batsma Yemaze, Matzis, and roast and, and the roasted the wheat, Batsma Yemazan this day. So over here we see that it was only Mimokras Hapesach Ochum. That only after the first day of Pesach they ate, which is the sixteenth of Nisan. But Mikara Loyochum. But before that they did not eat from the grain of the land. And the reason is because of the Isur Chodosh. Uh, which would apply if they didn't bring the Oymer. That is only permitted after bringing the carbon. So, therefore, we have to say that Kribu Oymer that first they brought the carbon Oymer and then they ate. And this is the people of the Yeshiva. Where did they get it from? So, that they were able to bring it from the barley is made out of barley from the barley of the goyim. If it did not grow yet a third in the hands of the nochri, and they bought it from him, and it grew by them until they were totally ripened, and then they brought it to Korbanayim. Sort of, Yirmi proves his proof. How was it possible that they brought the oymer from that grain? Vidilma ayil. Maybe the grain already had a third. By the guy before they bought from him, but they keep and they didn't know those who were appointed to bring the oymer didn't know to distinguish Allah. So therefore, we have to say that Kimluhu, they knew to distinguish that it did not uh, grow yet a third in the hands of the guy. So Achanami, with regards to the tefuah that was cut before Sukkot, Kimlu the Chachamim knew that for sure it's already grown a third before Rosh Hashanah. What's the proof? From what is the proof? Maybe they bought for the bringing the of the Tfuah that has not yet been ripened at all when they came to Israel. That would not require any expertise. But if it's been ripened to one fourth of its growth, and then you need to make a distinction. Between a third and less than a third, maybe like Kimlu, they don't know. The Gemara says, Lois al that shouldn't enter your mind that they brought the Oimer from two that hasn't been ripened at all when they gave it to the Because the Pasuk says in Yeshua, Peridal, the Pasuk says, that on the 10th of the month, Harishan, the Pasuk continues there. Which means they entered at Israel on the 10th of Nisan. And if you think that when they went into Eretz Yisrael, the, warrant, uh, the, the grain wasn't uh, ready at all, it was totally not grown. In five days that are between the 10th of Nisan to the 15th of Nisan, is it possible that they should grow, uh, that the, growth, the grain should grow, so it should be fit to carbon So the Gemara says, but no, Elamai. But according to Rabbi Yirmiya, what are you saying? That when they went into Eretz Yisrael, it was uh, grown a quarter or, or a sixth. But still, Akati, there's still a problem. 
uh, in five days, can it then grow enough to be fit for the Oymer? What have to you say for answer this question? As far as it's rose, written, it's a land of a deer. In passing in the Neo Perigidal to Zion, it says, And he would stand in the land of the deer. And the Chachamim expounded in Ksubas Kufyud Beis that just like the deer is very quick on his leg, runs quicker than all animals, and Yisrael is quick to ripen his fruit from all the animals. So even though that in the 10th of Nisan the Tevua was only the amount of a sixth or a quarter, it had enough time in five days to be totally ripened. So if that is the case, so we can say that it didn't grow at all, the Tevua when they went into Yisrael, and yet it had enough time to grow and to be ripened in five days, because it had a Sikh because it says it's the land of the deer. So that would push away Rabbi Yimri's proof. So therefore we have to say, like Rabbi Zayda said before, that all the measure of Chachamim is so very accurate and very precise, and they knew that. Uh, so now, earlier we said that the word Osif, which regards the Sukkot, the Chag Osif, is talking about the cutting. And we said that means that that which was cut uh, on the Yom Tov, on Sukkot, is the belongs to the previous year, because it definitely has brought one-third before Rosh Hashanah. So from here, we learn that the Maestris is determined by uh, when you bring a third. Maskil Rav Chanina, so Rav Chanina challenged this interpretation. How could you say that this extra Osif is talking about cutting? And we are using this to expound because the Pasuk is in Ba'aspachah. But the Pasuk in Dvarim Pek, the Zayapasik says, The Pasuk starts there. When you gather in from your grain and from your vines, and Mar said that we're talking about the leftovers of the Goyim Yaakov is what the, the, the Pasuk is talking about. The Torah is coming to tell us that the Sukkah needs to be made out of the leftovers of the Goyim and the Yaakov, like the trees, the branches of the trees, similar, which are items that grow from the ground and don't receive Tumah. So the Pasuk of Chakaos, we say Sashona, isn't coming to teach us a special halacha, but the name of the Yom Tov is Chaga Osif because you gather the leftover, the Goyim Yaakov for the Schach. It's as if the Pasuk would have said, Chaga Sukkah is Ba'os Pachas Masecha. So then we would not expound this uh, then to mean um, uh, because the Chaga Sukkah is the name of the Yom Tov. So now it's called Chagos, if we cannot expound anything from it. This item, that there's a posik, evidence from the posik, that by Tfu you go after a third of its grown. And Rabbi Hanina came and he cut it down with a metal, which means he responded a, uh, a, a proof uh, response to it. So from where do we know that we go by Tfua after bringing a third? Like we learned the Brites of Yeshua, Yeshua said, the post with regards to Shemitah Vayikra Perik, Chavay Post Chavalu says, Hashem says, 
and it will make the grain for three years, which means to say that even though you're not going to sow the field on the seventh year, you will be lacking any grain, not in the seventh year, not in the eighth year, because in the sixth year, there's going to be such a large amount of grain, which will be satisfying for three years.